Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. The ISO with Dan Dickow and SB Live Sports, brought to you by the Believe Podcast Network, the number one podcast network for professionals. Here's Dickow from the deep corner for three. Uh-oh, uh-oh. It's all now. Downtown Dan connects. Every morning when I'm working out, I'm listening to your podcast. Keep up the great work. I mean, I've seen Dan Dickow hit some big shots in the NCAA tournament. <laughs> I got to salute you, man. Like, I've been watching you since I was in high school trying to mimic all your moves. Welcome to today's episode of the ISO with myself, your host, Dan Dickow for SB Live Sports. Today's conversation is going to be a little bit of a unique one. A business owner with a tremendous basketball background who's bridged the two to have one of the most unique companies that I've ever come across in the sports world and landscape. The founder and president of Shoot360, Craig Moody. Craig, thanks for joining. Thanks, Dan. It's good to be here. Well, let's just jump right into it. You're a coach with a passion and a love for helping basketball players maximize their abilities and thus gain opportunities. You coach at the high school level and the college level for a number of years, so you've seen the player development. Shoot360, as we get into it, is a technology-based platform to help kids and players of any age improve their skills. When you started coming up with the idea of Shoot360, you had to have been frustrated with player development and its current stage. Share us a little bit about what exactly Shoot360 is and where those ideas came from. Yeah, it's interesting. I I came out of the coaching world um, and my own kids were starting to play more competitive basketball. And as I went out into the kind of into the, I guess, the the training market with my own kids, there just wasn't a lot of opportunities for them. And what was out there was somewhat expensive and just kind of unpredictable because there weren't dedicated facilities. People were doing a good job but coaching in local gyms or wherever they could find space. And then often you were training with groups and just weren't a lot of opportunity for for reps. And so um, that kind of sparked my interest in in one regard. And it was, you know, like I said, kind of expensive. And I was thinking, man, I just don't know with three kids how I continue to afford it unless I'm going to do it myself. And so what really set it on fire was that um, I knew about some of the emerging technologies that were out there that were being used to, to test players' abilities. Um, and so I, I I was watching that because kind of in the back of my mind. And then one day I came home after AAU tournament with, with my oldest son and a bunch of his friends were in our, in our family room watching, playing video games. And it was a nice day. And I said, why don't you guys go out on the court and shoot? And they said, nah, we rather, we rather play video games. And, and I walked out of the family room and looked at my wife and said, if I could create a, a gym that was like a video game, I'd have it made. And that kind of resonated with me. And then um, I literally woke up one night and and I said, I think I got it. And I had an idea to take the, the emerging technologies that were out there being used for testing to use them in a training environment where they were getting real-time feedback and then gamify it. So they were using it to 
to train against each other, compete against each other, to um, make it more fun and immersive, not kind of the grind. That seems to have gone away a little bit. So the emerging technologies that you're talking about, it's the ability of a camera to track the basketball going into the hoop um, and then quickly spit out the the analytics of a shot is, is, I believe, what you're talking about. And then it's tied into having uh, the the gun that most people who have ever been in a gym have seen spitting out the rebounds over and over again. So you came up with the idea to, to tie audio and visual feedback with analytics and having an automatic rebounder in the gun. What were the early challenges of putting them all together like? Well, it was tough, right? Because what we were doing when we first started is kind of archaic to now. So the way that the software worked, we, we made some mistakes along the way. We, and we had, when we first started, Dan, um, there's, three things that matter in shooting is art, depth, and left, right. Not, not talking about mechanics now. I'm talking about how the ball goes into the rim. And when we first started, we were only able to see it in 2D, meaning linear, so straight on. Um, we knew the science behind it, that the perfect shot is 45 degrees, 11 inches behind the front of the rim, and straight on. But the, the issue is, is we couldn't move back and forth. So some of the big challenges for us were, we work with with the company that is our partner um, in the in the science of it, and really the inventor of the engine that we use. Um, and we've we created a three D model, so now we could grab the ball anywhere in space. That took us several years to do, and then just getting the good cameras and good analytic feedback in real time and building it on a platform that was robust enough to do what we needed it to do, which is give automatic feedback in real time and with no delay. Um, and that allowed us to move to passing and ball handling as well. Well, I've been in a number of locations over the years, and, and obviously you know this, and the listeners now who uh, are listening to this as we are releasing our chat, uh, I am preparing to open up a facility of Shoot360 in Spokane, which I'm really uh, excited about doing because I think it's going to have tremendous impact on the basketball community that's already so good here in Spokane. But I want to go back to the idea of the perfect shot, 45 degrees, 11 behind, eleven inches behind the front of the rim and straight on. Where did that science come from and how exactly um, – do you guys teach that to the kids or the athletes using the facility? Yeah. So the, the science came from um, there's a, the guy who was the founder of a, a company called Noah basketball, which is who our partner is with, with it. They, he, he originally, when he founded it, he was, uh, he did all the, the research behind it. And, and he started with, um, kind of repetitive shooting and figuring out what it was. And then they eventually built a robot that they threw the ball at exact different, um, you know, different degree arc, different depths, um, and then different left, rights. And so what ultimately ended up happening is I think there was a white paper that was done out of North Carolina State's math department that verified the science that Noah had put behind it. Um, and so now, now 
Um, what's happened over time is we've developed the, the process and we've had millions upon millions of shots shot in our facilities. And of course with NOAA is that we know that the, the range for shooting is 43 to 47 is the ideal range, 45 being pretty much perfect. The range for depth is eight to 14 inches with 11 being pretty much perfect. And then the left, right is left, uh, left three inches, right three inches with zero being pretty much perfect. What we also know, Dan, is that if you can put the ball inside those three um, dimensions, so 43 to 47, and you can put it in eight to 14 and within three left, three right, you'll shoot 98% or better. Um, so how we do that is we have a visual monitor in the, in the gym when they're shooting above the basket, and then we have an audio and as you shoot, there's a, there's a, a pendulum, if you will, or a bar that shows each one of those elements and it's showing you where you're at. So if you're high on the art, you can adjust, adjust and shoot it a little bit lower and then if you're if you're long you can shoot it shorter and whatever the element is you can adjust in real time and then what happens is is in a very pretty quickly you learn to kind of get it in that range and then muscle memory or myelin starts to set in right so it's easy to repeat cuz shooting's about consistency as you know um, and once you're consistent and you understand that dynamic, it's less about confidence and more about target practice. Target practice. I love it because, yes, obviously, I haven't gone through the training uh, for Shoot 360. The numbers and the science make sense for me, but the way you describe it for our listeners is great. I also like how you said that Noah used a robot to test thousands upon thousands of eventually yeah. millions of, of attempts. I read a tremendous article this morning on, on NBA.com, and it was about Steph Curry. And right. he is using very similar technology, and I know he's been in your uh, facilities a number of times. And he has now changed his workout routine where he has to have – he has to hit a certain percentage of his shots within what exactly you're talking about, 45, 11 behind, uh, and straight on. I think it was he has to have 90% of his shots fall within that range yeah. Yeah. where it's 90% guaranteed to make before he even moves on to the next drill or finishes his workout. Okay. Tell us a little bit about Steph Curry and his optimal mechanics or his, his analytics and then his experiences in your facilities. Yeah, so uh, this is what I'd say. He's been into our Vancouver facility very early on, so he did not experience our 3D technology, but but Noah has an installation at the Warriors practice facility, and then we also have a franchise at the Warriors practice facility. So we do know that Steph trains on Noah all the time because it's in the practice facility, and, and what you said is accurate. Um we kind of measuring it, you know, we think his arc is right in that 47 range and depth is right at 11 and he's shooting it maybe a little bit off of zero, but not much. Um, it's just repetitive all the time. Here, here's what I would say is the biggest advantage. It, like a guy like you, Dan, who went through the ranks and you spent, you know, 
days and weeks and months and years refining your craft by shooting 500,000, 1500 shots a day, learning your own body and how your shot best reacted, but trying to do it mentally, right? Without any help other than maybe a coach giving you some subjective feedback. What we're really doing is if it took 10 or 15 years to, to do that, we're shortening that learning curve dramatically because we're giving you instantaneous feedback on every shot that you can adjust. So that makes that timeline way shorter for you to become an elite shooter. And now Steph's taking it. I think how he's viewing it is look, he may be the all time best shooter ever, right? That there's an argument for that. He's taking that and even refining it more so he can be a precision shooter on balance anywhere on the floor. Um, and doing it with the help of technology and the same technology that we're using in our facilities. It's, it's amazing watching him shooting and it's great to hear how you kind of talk about how he uses the same technology. And uh, when I read that article, it, it put so many different things together in my mind. Um, but COVID has challenged a lot of businesses in every industry um, over the last 18 to 20 months. You guys as a business have grown over the last 18 to 20 months. I think a lot of it has to do, and, and I'm just guessing, and you, and you can kind of uh, take it how you want, because of the way the facilities are set up, each coach or each player, each athlete has their space to keep that social distancing away from right. them, but still be able to train and do things the way they want that maybe they couldn't do at a YMCA or a rec center gym, but they get what they want in the skill development. Tell us about the growth of Shoot360 over the last year and a half or so. Yeah, so we we started franchising the business in the very end of 2019 with our first facility in Kirkland. We then, uh, we started opening, we opened one in Michigan and then we got one open, just about open with the Warriors and then COVID hit. Um, and so to your point, for a while, we were shut down like everybody because of government closures and mandates. But then when they started to let us open up, we were positioned really well for the very reason that you said is that we, we, we easily create social distancing and we meet the guidelines that are currently in place with the government. And so in the midst of that, we were able to still continue to open facilities. We opened eight in 2020 and we'll get 11 open this year, I believe, um, with 24 already scheduled for 2022. Um, so our, our growth has been good. Our brand momentum um, now with people kind of seeing what, what we're doing and how it's impacting and the fact that NBA teams are using it is is really taking on a life of its own. We're going to open our first international location this year with Zaza Pachulia in Republic of Georgia as well. Well, we talked about Steph Curry using the technology. You just said Zaza Pachulia is um, opening one in, in his home country in Europe. A number of other NBA players are involved either as quiet investors or opening locations themselves. What do you think it is about Shoot360 that interest guys like former players like myself or, or current players to, to be involved with Shoot360 because they have access to any gym basically that they want in any basketball training 
ideas that are out there have probably been run by them. But what do you think it is about Shoot360 that is eye-opening to these guys and makes them want to be a part of it? Yeah, I think the tech, the intersection of technology and sports right now is so powerful. Everybody's looking at, you know, what is the next level of development with uh, athletes? And, and it's really revolving around technology and how do I get, how do I become more efficient? How do I maximize my ability? How, what's the fastest and best way to get there, right? And then what's interesting to me is, is that, when players have a journey of their own experience of hard work and kind of coming up through the ranks, they relate really well to what we're doing. So they have a story of their own and they almost interject their story into what it would have been if they would have had a 360 and what that means for them to give back to the next generation. So we see a lot of athletes with young kids that are coming up with their own family, um, sons and daughters that they want to, say, hey, this is just an awesome opportunity and they want to give back to the game. And it's a place where they're comfortable, they understand it and they want to be a part of it. And it is, I mean, you, I think you'd agree. We think it's the greatest game, you know, ever invented. So it's easy to get behind it. Yeah, I'm, I'm really excited uh, for the final kind of construction phases of our location in Spokane and then getting open. Um, but as I've gone through the training and I've learned more about really how the numbers kind of work together and I understand technology and everything is, is kind of growing at a, a rapid pace. I had this thought and this idea the other day about when you're watching an NBA game, you've got all these different graphics that pop up with stats and different things. How awesome it would be at some point if a NBA game or a college game had the technology with ball trackers and cameras that after each shot was taken, those three stats would pop yeah. up. Maybe it would only be a free throw because they're static and they're not moving. But if it were to ever get to that point, how interesting would it be for you because you've been so involved with this type of technology for a while now? Yeah, I mean, I think our 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 most impactful um, release in the last two years was the release of our splash meter, which is where we show if you're inside that range that I showed, you know, that's, the, yeah, that's what you're aiming for. And we really believe that exactly what you described is going to happen where you'll, there'll be a splash meter on screens at some point and on your app, and you'll be able to see how hot Steph is that night or how hot, hot James Harden is or, or whoever. And you'll also be able to look and say, okay, this guy is a good shooter. You can imagine like fantasy drafts or whatever. You'll be able to see consistency. You'll be able to stats that are more meaningful to me in the big picture than misses and makes. Shoot 360 is definitely geared towards kids and helping them maximize their, their growth opportunities as a young player. But the thing I'm also excited about is the ability for an older group of players to stay involved in the game. Um, you know, a lot of times guys like myself, you know, we don't want to play pickup anymore for, for right. maybe fear of injury, maybe just because they don't, you know, want to get up and down the court anymore, but they don't lose the love of shooting the game. You guys have a unique ability to track and compete amongst your locations across the country. Share us a, a little bit about that. 
Yeah, so we developed the technology. One of our, uh, I'll just call it dreams at the beginning was for, you know, you to be in Spokane and me to be in, in Portland and somebody else to be in New York and somebody else to be in Dallas and for us all to compete against each other. So over the years, we worked really hard to develop that. And we do that now on a daily basis where our members compete against each other. But then we create shooting leagues where um, you can put a team together in Spokane and I can have one in Portland and we can play each other. And our our idea is we release that and become more um, focused on it is that we'll have teams all over the country that are competing and eventually have regional um and national competitions, and we believe world competitions, right? And like you said, I'm in my late 50s. I absolutely love to go out and shoot. You know, I'll do it any day of the week, but I don't want to go run up and down the court and potentially end up in a cast or blow my knee out. I'm just not at that point in my life anymore. Well, Craig, I appreciate the time. Uh, It's been great getting to know you over the last little bit uh, as we're getting ready to open our Shoot 360 location. Uh, I can tell and hear the passion in your voice for the game of basketball, but also the technology that's helping Shoot360 kind of be the new frontier of of basketball training. So thanks again for joining. I look forward to having you up in Spokane very soon, and uh, take care. Okay, we're looking forward to it, Dan. Thanks for having me on. The ISO with Dan Dickow and SB Live Sports, brought to you by the Believe Podcast Network the number one podcast network for professionals. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.